0: Today is Monday, December the 19th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, a big weekend for Shane Beamer on the recruiting trail. As a number of welcome homes are announced, guys, I will give you the latest on the recruiting side of things as we go into the week of signing day a bunch of welcome homes tweeted out by Gamecocks head coach Shane Beamer also a grad transfer from the University of Florida makes his intentions public of transferring to USC all that much more also we're talking court Cox as the Gamecocks fall to East Carolina on Saturday in Greenville South Carolina I will give you my full thoughts including my biggest takeaway player of the game and what's next for Lamont Paris' squad. Guys, we have got a packed show for you here on this Monday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Prize Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS at sign up to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop. Total entries. Here's how it works. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So, For example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They have college sports, pro sports, anything and everything you can think of. They have Got it. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at PrizePix, and you should as well. Go download the PrizePix app or go to PrizePicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up show, as always. Appreciate you all tuning in. We have got a packed show today, a lot to get into, and I hope this show does find you well. no matter where you are, what you're doing. Hope you had a fantastic weekend as bowl season is officially underway. Hey, we've reached the week of Christmas. The big man comes to town this weekend. Hopefully you've gotten your Christmas shopping done. All of your presents are wrapped, and we're all looking forward to this weekend, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, spending time with family, with loved ones, opening our gifts, and what a time it'll be. Also, of course, Wednesday is signing day. Christmas comes early for us as college football fans. We're all looking forward to that. And Again, guys, thank you all so much. For tuning in, I'm truly grateful for each and every single one of you here on this Monday, December the 19th, 2022. As guys, we creep closer and closer to closing out the 2022 calendar year. You know, it's crazy. Time flies and you're having fun. But again, we're nearly at that point to flip the calendar and go into two thousand. And 23, but again, appreciate you all. Thank y'all so much. We have a lot to get into here on this Monday, and I want to first start with a couple of housekeeping item guys. Speaking of signing day and everything happening over the next week or two, a couple of updates to the content schedule this week. So obviously normally we have the Daily Crow Monday through Friday, noon to two, and the podcast typically drops on Monday, Wednesday, And Friday, due to signing day being on Wednesday this week, and also, guys, really excited to say on that note that J.C. Sherbert, he normally joins us on Thursdays. He will actually join us on Wednesday this week for a special signing day appearance on the Daily Crow at 115. So really looking forward to that. Uh, But anyways, the podcast normally drops on Wednesday with signing day being on Wednesday. I felt like it would make a lot more sense for the podcast to drop on Wednesday. Thursday so we can talk about and look back at the day that was for signing day. We can talk about the recruiting class, all of the signees and kind of give our evaluation of the signing class when the when the dust begins to settle, if you will. Also men's basketball plays on Thursday so it makes a lot of sense to do our game preview and talk recruiting, all that good stuff. So the podcast schedule this week will look like this. Obviously the show you're listening to right now here on this Monday, we will then drop our next podcast on Thursday. Right, Thursday and then Friday. So, you'll have back to back days Thursday, Friday with the podcast. Thursday, of course, like I said, will be a full signing day recap. We'll evaluate the recruiting class, take a look at the class in depth, and talk the Game Cox men's basketball game. South Carolina men's basketball taking on Western Kentucky that night on Thursday at seven. Friday's podcast, very excited. And I know many of you have been asking about this podcast and you've been looking forward to it. Friday's show will be the Dear Santa episode of the podcast if you are not familiar what that is I've done that over the past 2 or 3 years and basically what it is it's a Gamecock fans Christmas wish list. So we will put it out there in the universe, we'll put it out there in the airwaves. I will sit down and I will give Santa my list. What I'm asking for from Santa Claus as a Gamecock fan. It's a really fun show I put on Silent Night or what have you in the background and it's it's uh it's it's kind of half serious, half fun. It's a good time, but look forward to that on Friday. So Monday, Thursday, Friday, that is the podcast schedule for this week. The Daily Crow uh, planning on airing that as normal, noon to two, Monday through Friday, all throughout this week. So no changes to the Daily Crow. Uh, we will rock through this week as normal and really excited for content to um be bleeding out of the eyeballs as always. Also, guys, of course, Wednesday is signing day. Uh, Have not decided exactly what we're going to do, but stay tuned for that, guys. Normally on signing day, I try to do like a special Twitter spaces, do like an NCAA football stream, just just some fun extra stuff to kind of celebrate signing day. That's obviously a huge day for us, and the content is nonstop on that day. So just stay tuned. We probably will do some special stuff on Wednesday, but I'll let you guys know as we get closer to that. And then again, I just mentioned the podcast from the Thursday, Dear Santa Pod, the Gamecock fans' Christmas wishlist on Friday. Also, guys, let me remind you, of course, the TSUS Tailgate with Carolina Cigars is upcoming Friday, December the 30th for the Gator Bowl. We'll be in Lot J outside of the stadium starting at 11 o'clock until kickoff for the Gamecocks take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And, of course, a week from today, it will be Game week, So it's right around the corner. Really looking forward to it. But I want to remind you guys that TSUS Tailgate, and we will have towels and koozies on hand and for sale. By the way, all towels and koozies have been shipped. I promise you, everything that you ordered, everyone who ordered by December the 12th, you will be getting your merchandise by Friday. I guaranteed you by Christmas delivery, and you will Have it So, again, thank you all so much for this love and support on the merchandise side of the business, and thank you for your patience. By the way, all the Made by Jocelyn, that collab, that merchandise, that has all been shipped out. If you have not received yours yet, you will be receiving it by end of week, I can guarantee you. So, again, guys, I know things have been kind of crazy, kind of chaotic with the Christmas season, and, uh, you know, we've had this collab and kind of dealing with some efficiency issues and fulfillment issues. Everything should be taken care of by end of week this week. You will have your merchandise. And, again, I cannot say thank you guys enough for your patience, for your love, for your support. It means the absolute world to us. And, again, it's a learning process as we continue to rock and roll. But, again, thank you all so much for the love and support. And, uh, anyways, at the tailgate, we'll have all the merchandise. We'll have stickers to give away, koozies to give away, and we'll have the Irish packs for sale with Carolina. Cigars. So again, we are rocking and rolling full speed ahead. Also, guys, the final two weeks of 2022. At some point over the next two weeks, I'm going to squeeze in the 2022 year in review podcast, as well as the look ahead to 2023 and everything I'm excited about. the year to come so it's really fun man because i know for a lot of people this is a time where people kind of kind of wind down and take time off and certainly i'm gonna take time to go home and spend time with the family but the the show goes on the show continues the content never sleeps and i truly do love that and i appreciate you guys showing love and supporting and i know everybody's so busy right now with with christmas shopping and just the whole christmas season and being with family and you guys continue to show love and show support and tune into the show. And and, uh, there's a demand for it. It's all because of you guys. And I I cannot say thank you enough. I'm so, so grateful for each and every single one of you during this Christmas season. With that being said, hey, let's go ahead and get into everything. We're going to start on the recruiting side of things. It was a big welcome home weekend for Shane Beamer. I believe there were five welcome homes over the weekend, and Shane Beamer makes it very hard to keep up. Uh, There are some rumored commits of who the welcome homes are. I've gotten tons of questions in regards to Chris. Who are the welcome homes? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? And I got to be honest with you guys. I, I, I can't for legal reasons. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything. I've heard some rumors, but I can tell you this. I think Gamecock fans are going to be very, very excited when they hear who these welcome homes are for the 2023 and the 2024 classes. One pickup we know of is Florida grad transfer tight end Nick Elksness. I believe that's how you say his last name, Nick Elksness. And guys, you look at his measurable six foot six. 243 pounds. He's a guy that redshirted in 2021. I believe he appeared in nine games or so, or 13 games, something like that, in 2022 on special teams and not register any statistics. But you take a look at the Gamecocks and losing all the tight ends they did, right? You lose Nate Atkins and Jaheim Bell transfers, Trey Kenyon's done with football, Austin Stockner transfers. The tight end position is one you need to bulk up. And I think adding a guy like Elksness again, what type of impact will he make? You never know, right? You never know. I mean, look at a guy like Nate Atkins, for example. I, I thought that was a guy that was probably never going to play. Okay, it's a nice pickup, whatever. His dad works here. Will he ever see the field? Time will only tell. And then in the final game of the regular season against Clem Sucks, you know, Nate Atkins goes off. So you never really know, but six foot six, 243, you love the size. I would imagine he will be able to fit in well for this South kind of football team. And, again, the guy that went to Florida. So, obviously, he's not too bad of a football player in his own right. So, uh, really exciting there. And, again, guys, outside of that, though, nothing to really report. I I will tell you, I think a lot of these welcome homes, obviously, will reveal themselves this week with signing day being on Wednesday. I know we have one that I know off the top of my head, Uh, I was told will be a Christmas Day announcement. So, just stay tuned for that. Again, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say if you guys join the Big Cock Club Discord – We've been talking about these a lot, but uh I will keep my lips sealed for now. And I know that's a big uh, you know, a lot of a lot of you probably upset here and that, but I'm gonna keep my lips lips sealed for now. These will start to trickle out, I think, as the week progresses, but we will probably know a lot of these also on Wednesday when signing day occur So outside of that, you know, Shane Beamer putting in the work and how much the mood can change right in a week. This time last week, we we're talking about the offensive coordinator stuff and Dowell Loggins. And, you know, we've kind of set our piece on that. You know, we spent weeks talking about the OC thing and just really excited for Wednesday signing day to take place. Uh, you know, I think the Gamecocks are in a great position right now. You know, a lot of people ask about recruiting and I know that you know, the decommitments of of Bobolade and Jada and what happened last week is what happened last week and, and many people were concerned and then the whole Maryland thing happening with Nick Harbor, what have you. I am fully confident that Shane Beamer has us in a great position in regards to the recruiting side of things. Uh, I, I think South Carolina is poised to finish with a top 20 class, at worst top 25, but I think a top 20 class, I think they're addressing a lot of needs in this class, uh, and again later this week when the podcast drops on Thursday, of course we'll be talking about this on TDC all week as well, but uh, when the podcast drops on Thursday, we will talk and we will break down this class in regards to the sleepers of the class, the best pickups of the class, You know, guys that we think could be impact players, and you know the way that they were able to address needs. And, again, I think they're doing that. You look at the pickups on the defensive side, and uh, it's really exciting things. It's really exciting stuff as Shane Beamer continues to build his program, and I think they're going to continue to do that in the transfer portal as well. Guys, this is just beginning. I know many people ask, you know, are you hearing anything from the transfer portal? Are we picking anybody up? Are we targeting anybody? You know, I, I don't have that information. But what I can tell you is that Shane Beamer has shown us he is going to attack the transfer portal. We don't have a head coach that's going to sit on his hands and just kind of let things pass him by. He's going to be on the attack. He's going to be active. I fully expect that. And I think it's going to be a very exciting next couple of weeks and next month plus or so, you know, Shane Beamer is the man that never sleeps. That's what I love about Shane Beamer. He and I are very similar. We are both grinders. We love to grind. We love to get after it. And Shane Beamer is certainly that on the recruiting trail. So looking forward to see what happens, but I'm very confident going into Wednesday that the Gamecocks are in a great position in regards to signing a very, very strong 2023 class. So we'll see what happens. Again, we'll continue to talk as the week goes, but a huge welcome home weekend. And what was really, and if you could read between the lines, guys, you can look at who was on campus, who was visiting, who was trending to Carolina, and you can probably start to connect the dots and figure out, who some of these welcome homes are, and I will just say that. But a huge weekend, excited for Wednesday, and going to be a really, really fun week. That is for sure. All right, let's transition from football to basketball because the Gamecocks fell over the weekend to East Carolina, 64 to 56. Guys, before we talk about the boys in the hardwood, I got to tell you about our friends who at Carolina Cigars because TSUS is always brought to you by our friends at Carolina Cigars. Carolina Cigars has been in operation since 2008 – recently taken over by the Peterson family in 2020. Whether you're new to the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life, Carona Cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable. Stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together, share conversations, and become friends. So if you're into cigars and you're on Hilton Head Island, you really do need to come by and visit them. They offer same-day shipping nationwide, Free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions. are also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around Hilton Head Island, and they offer special events throughout the year as well. Guys, they want to talk to you. They want to engage they want to share with you their cigar selection they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge so when you're in the low country there's only one place for cigars and guys there's only one place that I get my cigars that's carolina cigars hilton head islands premier cigar merchant come and share your passion it's all there at carolina Cigars. You can find them on Instagram at at Carolina underscore cigars. That's at Carolina underscore cigars. Or give them a call today at 843 681 8600. That's 843 681 8600. Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. And of course, guys, like I mentioned, the Irish packs are still on sale. Shoot them a DM, give them a call, and we will have those on sale as well at the tailgate on December the 30th in Lot J outside of the stadium. All right, let's talk some Gamecocks men's basketball. South Carolina falling over the weekend to ECU 64-56. to 56. And, of course, yours truly was there in person at Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, had a great time. You know, was able to link up with some great Gamecocks and went to the game with my dad and my sister's husband, and we had a blast. And, you know, really happy I got to see Gigi Jackson and see this team in person for the first time. You know, we all knew that year one was going to be rough, right, for Lamont Paris and this team. And, you know, you've got Gigi and then a bunch of other guys, right? You do. And and it's, you know, depth. We talked about depth in the preseason, that, that being a concern, if you will. But, you know, we're only 11 games into the Lamont Paris era. And, and it's just, I guess what's really tough is that, especially from the content creator side, the fan side also, though, is that We're in a position where we're being asked practically in year one to have zero expectations, right? And, you know, for me to kick and scream and go crazy and get upset for losing to anybody, you know, whether it be East Carolina, whether it be George Washington, it feels almost like misguided energy because we knew what we were signing up for. But it's 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 at what point, right? And, and I'm already starting to see it on social media. Fans kind of get up in arms and get upset. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there, maybe not a lot, but there's some people out there that they, they were not big fans of the Lamont Paris hire to begin with, or they thought that Frank Martin never should have been relieved of his duties. And so when the Gamecocks lose, they are using their voice and their platform if they have one, if you will, to voice concern over that and to say that the Gamecocks made a mistake and you look at UMass and look at what their record is and how they're faring early on in this season. Again, I trust Lamont Paris and I think you have to, right? You have to get behind him. He's your guy. It's just year one of your new head coach. The thing that concerned me, my biggest takeaway from Saturday is this, the early energy in games, right? It's just it's got to improve. And I, I don't know that I had seen that earlier in the season because I was not there in person. I obviously, just was watching games on TV. But what I think was so bothersome in that game on Saturday, because this is a team that played much better in the second half, right? I mean, you, you really turned it around. Uh, you outscored. Taking a look at the box score here. You outscored East Carolina in the second half, 38-27. to But what was so concerning is when you watch that game, it was 37-18 to East Carolina at halftime. And when I watched that game, you know, ECU, it was a very loud arena, by the way, was not packed, or excuse me, was was a very quiet arena, was not packed out, uh, far from a sellout, obviously, felt like a true neutral site type of game. But East Carolina, they were loud, they were on the attack, they were the aggressor, they were excited to play, And then you looked over at South Carolina's bench, especially in that first half, and it was just very quiet, very lethargic, almost like we just weren't even there. You know what I mean? Like there was no energy on that sideline. And for a basketball team that lacks depth, lacks talent in a lot of areas, if you're going to pull a few upsets here and there in SEC play and you're going to win some games you shouldn't, right? I mean, you're probably not going to out-talent Anybody outside of a Presbyterian, outside of a USC upstate, outside of a SC state, you're probably not going to out talent anyone, but you don't need talent to hustle. You don't need talent to have energy. You don't need talent to play hard. And so that was disappointing to see in that first half. Now, again, you picked it up in the second half and you played much better, but by then the hole you dug was so deep. All ECU had to do was hold on. And they were still able to get an eight-point win over you. Again, I go back to what's just so tough, though, guys, is that there are no expectations in year one of Lamont Paris. This is just a work in progress. And, you know, while I am excited to see how things come together and how it builds and, you know, does the chemistry ever get any better and do we ever see any glimpses of hope or glimpses of light? And, you know, we continue to watch the evolution, the maturation of Gigi Jackson. You know, I talked about this on the Daily Crow. When you don't have expectations – that's when apathy sets in. When you don't have expectations and there's no pressure to win. You know, we go back to the Shane Beamer thing last week. People think pressure's a problem. No, pressure's a privilege. Pressure's a great thing. It's what makes people care, right? When there's pressure, that means it's important. There's no pressure right now on Gamecocks men's basketball. None. None. And it's unfair. It almost feels a bit unfair to you know, apply a whole lot. Now, again, I say that right now. If you continue to play the way you are, you lose a couple more games. And, you know, I think the heat might continue to build. But we're just in an interesting place right now, right? We're just in a weird place where it's like, and I'm not saying we should have kept Frank Martin, right? Looking back, I remember I told you guys, hey, if it was between getting rid of Mark Kingston or getting rid of Frank Martin, I would have gotten rid of Mark Kingston, but hindsight's twenty twenty. But at least with Frank you were competitive enough to want more and to believe that more was possible. Right now, I think you almost have to—you just have to accept where you are. You have to accept that we're one of the—we're one of the worst college basketball teams probably out there. We're—we're certainly—we're maybe the worst basketball team in the SEC. I mean, we probably guys right now aren't looking at winning more than three to four SEC games, tops. Tops. We probably won't win more than that. Two to three is probably more realistic, and you just have to take your lumps in year one. But I saw an East Carolina team that had chemistry, that played fast, played together, that executed at a high level. And then you look at the Gamecocks, and it's just kind of a bunch of guys. It's just a bunch of dudes trying to figure it out. And, again, we knew that in year one it would be tough. But I don't know if we knew that in year one it would be as rough as it's going to be because – you know there have been some bright spots. Don't get me wrong, right? That Georgetown win was a lot of fun, but it, it's it's just going to continue, guys. I mean, I, this is just the beginning, right? And unfortunately, what this basketball season has turned into, until I'm proven wrong, and I look at it from the content perspective as well as the fan perspective, but what this basketball season guys has turned into is it's just sort of it's just sort of that thing that we're doing and that thing that's killing time in the space between the end of the Gamecocks bowl game, the end of the football season, and the beginning of the baseball season. That month and a half period is this basketball team, is what's filling the void because this team's not going to the NCAA tournament, and we talked about before, right? If your team is not making the tournament, nobody cares because that's the whole point of the college basketball season. The whole point of the college basketball season is making the tournament. If you don't make the tournament, you might as well not even play. You might as well not even play. So, um. I don't know. I mean, it's. I'd like to think, you know, I'd like to say and tell you all and reassure you all that it's going to get better. Um, but as we talked about in the preseason, man, you, you just don't have the depth. You don't have the bodies. You don't have the playmakers. It's Gigi Jackson and a bunch of guys. You know, I, I will say this on the second half, what I thought was encouraging, you know, seeing Hayden Brown step up, I thought Josh Gray played much better down low. And having a big man, having a presence down low, I definitely thought made – a difference. You also just shot better in the second half. You know, you shot 27% in the first half, 48% in the second, 15% from three in the first half, 36% from three in the second half. So the execution overall was a lot better. You know, Hayden Brown's our player of the game, six for 11 from the field, 15 total points. You know, Gigi Jackson has 13 points. Michi Johnson, who hit one of the craziest threes I've ever seen in that game. Uh, He had 13 total points, but outside of that, you know, Verdonk has six, Chico has five, Jacoby has two, Josh Gray has two, and that's it. I mean, that, that, that's, that's your guys, guys. That That's your guys. That's it. That's it. So, um, you know, it, it, it's you, – you just don't really have the bodies. And that's, that's what I'm saying is that South Carolina – and here's the thing, guys. Um, you know, you look at East Carolina had 16 points off your turnovers. You only had six points off their turnovers. So this is a team that you know cannot afford, we'll put it this way, cannot afford to not come out and play with energy. This team can't afford to be lethargic. They can't afford to get off to a slow start. They can't afford to not bring the heat each and every single time they step on the floor because they're not talented enough to overcome it. So what's next for this group? Thursday, December the 22nd, as I mentioned earlier in the show, this week taking on Western Kentucky at the CLA at 7 o'clock. And what I'm sure will be a very interesting game, guys, I don't think there's a game on the schedule anymore that you can look at and just say, oh, it's a guaranteed win, oh, it's a non-conference game, whatever, like this is a basketball team that is figuring things out and, uh, you know, it, I, what that looks like, I don't know. What the final record looks like, I don't know. But, um, you know, I I, I don't know. It, it's I, – I wish I had more reassuring words on this Monday for you when it comes to Gamecocks men's basketball, but it's just unfortunately the program is becoming, at least for this season – it's just becoming a bit of a footnote. And I hate to say that. I really do. I mean, you guys all know I, I will very openly uh, or I'll be very forward about it, right? Like, I'm not a huge basketball guy. I love the Gamecocks. Therefore, that's why I watch Gamecocks men's basketball and and love it as much as I do and, and cover it to the extent that I do. I also don't believe in just being a, a one-trick pony and just talking football or or just talking about things I like, right, like baseball, football, and then leaving basketball out of the way. But um you know, it's just, it's just tough sledding for this basketball season. And uh, I'm going to continue to watch every single game and support and cover it and show love. But I just, I think we're, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse and after every game just say, well, it's a building process. Well, it's a building process. Well, it's a building process. Like we all know that, right. It's well established, but uh, you know, I, I don't care if we don't win another game all season, the energy just has to improve that early on energy in that game. Just, it wasn't acceptable. It's gotta be fixed. And, Uh, Lamont Paris has got to get his team, find a way to motivate his team to where they come out of the gate much faster, much stronger and, uh, with much more energy in my opinion. So anyways, guys, Hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Um, like I said, we got a packed week content bleeding out the eyeballs with signing day on Wednesday. We got the daily crow. We got the podcast guys again, continue to support the merchandise. Thank y'all so much. Uh, looking forward to a really fun week. And, again, with the Christmas season here, I'm just so thankful and grateful for each and every single one of you, man. It's from the bottom of my heart. It's truly incredible and tr- truly amazing. And was able, by the way, on a side note, was able to go out this weekend with my family and and celebrate some accomplishments in this calendar year from the business side of things and from the family side of things. And, um, you know, the reason that I'm able to do that is because of you guys, each and every single one of you that tunes in, that shows love, that shows support. And I, I just really want you guys to know, and there's a reason I spend time every show practically – Expressing gratitude. It's because I, I want the people that show love, that support, that tune in to know how much I care and how grateful I am. And this is something that I wake up every single day and you know, my life is a dream. You know what I mean? I, I tell people all the time, guys, like I don't I don't work, I'm I'm actively retired. I mean, that's the way I look at it. I mean, it's it's and that's why I so say like when I bring the high energy and I, I'm full of energy, it's like, how could I not be? How can I not be excited at the life that you know we've been able to construct? How can I not be excited? at the opportunity to pursue my passions and my dreams and, and and be as fulfilled as I am in my life. How, how can I not be grateful and energetic and, you know, just over the moon with everything that's happening. It's uh, and it's because of you all. So thank you all so much. Uh, guys, again, we got a packed week of content looking forward to it. Uh, TDC all week long podcast today, Thursday, Friday. So again, make sure you are well aware. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you all on Thursday.